0: Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Transformation Gold podcast. I'm your hostess, Nicole DeVincentis, aka chick 911 up on Instagram and YouTube with that. Let's bring in some champion mindset coaching tonight. Let's talk about this. It's a question for you. I got a question for you. Who's going to win? That's the question. And you can take this, and you're going to be able to apply this to any area of your life, whether you're talking your health and fitness, whether you're talking your finances, whether you're talking um, conflict within a group, within your relationships, the question is always who is going to win. Now, before you think that I'm going to go popping off on some sort of like motivational attack and conquer drama log, I'm not taking that angle at all my position in this podcast and with all of our coachings is to empower you with tactics and strategies on how to champion your goals. And that starts with your mindset. And it's the mindset of a victor, not a victim. And it's the mental mindset, moving your mental mindset from sitting in the passenger seat of a car to sitting in the driver's seat of a car. Actually placing yourself in the driver's seat in the position of power with the ability to take any road that you want, make any turn that you want, accelerate, put the brake on, go in reverse, whatever. And that's the same sort of mental maneuvering that takes place with Champion Mindset Coaching. And for tonight, we're going to be bringing in a little bit of science because you know that that's my favorite thing. And this whole notion of who's going to win. Now, here's what's prompted this. So for those of you who are new up on this podcast, welcome to you. For all of our loyal followers, thank you for being here again tonight. So this is is what it looks like. My work as a coach is twofold. I operate in the fitness realm as a muscular development coach, and I work as both a transformational leadership and organizational leadership coach. And in my mind and in my heart, they honestly cannot be separated because. The the coaching concepts and the principles and the tactics and strategies that fuel success in both of those areas they're so parallel that it almost seems like they're intertwined. What I mean by that is this. So this week, so I alternate my coaching, I'm either working coaching business in the muscular development, kind of like fitness realm, if you would, or again, on the leadership capacity. And so today was um, checking with a couple of my athletes. And um, there's always a stretch whether I'm working with somebody for like the first time. And let's say, so what I do when I'm on the muscle development front is I actually, not just a training program, we also handle the nutrition and the recovery strategies. So typically, what happens when you're taking somebody who may not have had the best nutrition plan for themselves and you put them on a great nutrition program, typically, what happens, and think about your experience in this too, is that you go like a week, 10 days, maybe two weeks, and all of a sudden you have food cravings for the stuff that you haven't had in a while, you know, all the sugars, all the fast foods and things like that. And usually, you know, depending on how, how off course they're, they're <laughs> I'm going to call it a nutrition plan, like how they ate before was usually they go through like a detox period where, you know, sometimes they're like sweating, like a sugar detox is usually a pretty big one. And you're like, sweating, and you're having like these, these hot and cold chills, like it's literal, like you're going through withdrawals. I mean, it's it's a no joke thing. And I, I empathize because I've been I've been there myself. But at the end of the day, it comes down to one thing when the cravings show their nasty heads, who's gonna win, you or the fridge? <laughs> or if you're integrating, we always recommend that you actually add before you subtract when it comes to your nutrition. So you add in healthy stuff, especially greens. So who's gonna win, you versus the spoon of broccoli? it's going to be you, you're going to win, you're going to eat the broccoli, do you know what I'm saying? So you can use this analogy like on any front. And you can also use this when you're not feeling quite motivated to follow through on what you've committed to. And this could be workout programs, this could be how you're you're handling your finances, this could be um, you're operating on a timeline towards your goal, and you just wake up, and you just You know, it's not one of the days when you feel like you want to conquer the world. It's a day when you really want to just stay home and bake cookies all day. I mean, we all have those days, you know what I'm saying? Until you have that momentum going. And to that, you can challenge yourself the same way with that very question of who's going to win. Me or my lack of motivation or me or... That voice that sits in the back of your head that is negative and tries to give you a lot of reasons as to why you shouldn 't do what you 've committed yourself to. does that make sense? so when it comes to developing that mindset of a champion it 's a training program onto itself, and I think many people fall down because they they think that when they 're snapping onto a healthier way of eating. They're usually expecting some sort of a food craving. And then it's kind of like battle of the wills, if you would. You know, who's going to win? Is it going to be me? Is it going to be the chocolate cake? Me or the pizza? But what people don't realize is that just the mental training of your moving from the position of being a victim, things happen to me, or why does this happen to me, or something like the complaining that goes along with it, blah, blah, like you're actually doing what we call a pivot turn, you're doing a 180, and you're taking the opposite action. And instead of complaining, or drowning in your mo- in your lack of motivation, or, you know, wah, 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 like the whole victim mode, you're actually transplanting yourself into new pasture, into, you know, fertile ground, and you're learning how to grow in that environment. But just taking that switch causes your body to go through some changes where basically what happens is you start to self-sabotage and you don't even know it. So here's kinda of like the the I'm not gonna even call it the dark side of champion mindset training. It's 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 what you don't know that you don't know until you know it. And then you're like, holy shit, this totally happens to me, okay? So enter, if you would, my favorite friend, the nervous system. <laughs> I had a laugh. Nervous system has been part of my lectures when I was working in educational capacity for years and years. And I swear to God, people wanted to throw tomatoes at me because I would bring it up all the time. But when you get to like root issues of behavior, a lot of times things, there can be physiologic basis in some of the things that you're doing. And when you know it and understand it, You use it to your advantage because then when either the cravings pop up, you're like, you know what, I expected you. Or when the negative voices pop up, you're kind of like, you know what, I expected you. And so now the question of who's going to win me or my lack of motivation. Me or the negative voices in my head. Me or the chocolate cake. You know, the open door of the refrigerator. Whatever. It's going to be an obvious thing because you're already in a position of power and you are already in a state of expectancy. Any time a soldier or a warrior goes to battle. As far as I know, they don't just blindly go in there. They always go in there. The key to a successful battle is to know what the opponent, what the enemy is going to be bringing out towards you so that you can be one step ahead of them that's the goal right you try to find out as much as you can whether you send in a spy you 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 know you you figure out your strategy same thing when you're playing sports like you watch film you watch plays over and over and over again so you're watching for patterns and recognition and tells that people have so that you know how to be one step ahead of your competition of your essentially your enemy so that you can dominate whatever it is that you are trying to conquer right And it's the same thing when it comes to getting to know yourself, not like get to know me. I mean, honest to God, like all the way down to like your basis of of you as like a chemical being. And this is going to sound kind of trippy for a second, but if you'll, if you'll hang with me and you'll see the relevancy and you're going to start to see how this actually affects not just your performance in certain areas, but ultimately your outcome in certain areas, in places where you have, quote unquote, fallen off the wagon. And I use health and fitness because that's usually like one of the biggest places where people, you go on like the yo-yo diet, you're you're doing really good, and then you, you know, the weekend comes or a barbecue comes or a holiday comes or you're just gonna have just one and then six more later, you know, there you are, You know, either completely drunk or you've eaten the whole entire cake instead of just one piece and then you're feeling so bad that you just continue and you eat twice as much as as you would have had you just had the one piece and you know the cycle of this and this it goes on and on and on and it leads you down the slippery slope of what ultimately ends up in disappointment, shame and guilt. And then how long does it take you to actually pull yourself out of that before you either get back on, you know, this invisible wagon, whatever that is or wherever that there is no wagon. But then you're already defeated. You're, you're walking into it knowing that you've already failed at this and your confidence is already trashed. So it's like walking up the hill With cement shoes on, you've made it twice as bad as it would have been had you allowed the process to to move naturally and allowed yourself and actually positioned yourself rather to succeed, position yourself to win. And here's what I'm going to tell you. So here, let's get a little bit into the nervous system and you're going to see how trippy this is. And maybe get a little bit of validation as to why you failed sometimes or why maybe not why you failed but why you're in this chronic cycle of not making any progress in the same area over and over and over and over again. It's getting caught up in that loophole of doing the same thing over and over and over and over again and then obviously expecting different results but you're always going to get the same thing that you've always gotten when you continue to do the same thing and I know that I'm resonating some with somebody on this podcast tonight, okay? So let's, let's introduce here a little bit about the nervous system, and you're going to see how your body... No, you know what? Let me simplify this. I'm going to demonstrate to you the areas that you self-sabotage in, and you don't even know it. So this is what we call learning what you didn't know you didn't know. Because that's really the area where you get you get completely blindsided in but when you learn those things and you're like holy shit like I didn't even know to ask a question about this because I didn't even know that I didn't know it was that bad right have you ever you've been in a situation like that like what is this and that's exactly what we're talking about tonight with the issues of self-sabotage and how your body and this is not crazy this is actually physiology how your body feeds into this so that you can be you can have that satisfaction you can fulfill your craving even if it is negative now i just dropped a lot of bombs in like three three sentences there so let's unpack this let's take it one by one and let's assist you in getting to know what the hell is going on so you can decide once and for all there's the beast you're going to be able to look that beast right in its eyes, you're gonna be able to slay the beast, you're gonna be able to conquer it and move forward and lead a very, very happy, you know, and vital life doing the stuff that you like without this, you know, this negative loop of, of chronic, what essentially is, is disappointment. Does that make sense? All right, so let's unpack this. So let's let's do quick like anatomy physiology review here and then we're gonna move into how do we actually apply this, okay? So ultimately we're gonna be talking about, we're gonna be talking about who's gonna win, okay? That's the champion mindset coaching tactic that we're gonna be talking about here and it is a direct pivot turn that you do in your mind, moving yourself from victim to victor, okay? And that's pretty simple. So you can say the words like, I'm going to win. Okay, Or I'm a winner. You can do that. But what happens when you get by yourself and you're not pumped up anymore and your support circle, you're by yourself. You're not even around these people anymore. Or you read, you know, something which gets you all jacked up or you listen to a motivational podcast and you're feeling all great. And then three hours later, the adrenaline wears off and it's just you and the tasks that you have to do to achieve your goal. Which may or may not, you know, have something to do with nutrition or, you know, whatever it is. Put this in the context of your own goal. Okay? You've been in that spot. And all of a sudden, you're sitting there. And all of a sudden, you're like, you know what? Chocolate cake would taste really good right now. And you know what? I really don't feel like working out right now. And you know what? I know I've been honoring my budget. But just this once, I'm going to splurge on myself. I'm going to not go to the gym and go buy the chocolate cake because, well, I just don't feel like doing this anymore. Like I just, you know, I'm just not feeling it today. You've been there before, right? Okay. So here's what you need to know. The worst times are always going to be the times when you are alone. Okay, because typically if you're around people, unless they're a bunch of negative Debbie Downers and they are actively trying to sabotage you and get you to not move forward with your goals. And unfortunately, sometimes that's your friends and family. And sometimes they don't even know that they're doing it. But it could definitely be like your work environment, you're around a lot of negative people, whatever this is. Okay, but there you are at this situation and all of a sudden it's you versus the thing or the action, and you start to waver. Okay, now all of us have been in that position. Now, this is, here's the important part. Let's say, we let's, let's stay on the health and fitness um, topic, because I think it, everybody can understand that when we all, you know, have been there, we recognize, you know, the ups and the downs of it. So let's do that. But again, this applies to any area of your life. So let's say you have been doing well, You have been adhering to a strong and structured nutrition program. So it's not just the foods, but it's also, you know, like what we call meal timing. How often are you eating throughout the course of the day? How many meals are you? Are you getting all of your calories in, all of your nutrients in, macro and micro? You know, are you getting your water in, all these things? You're doing great. You've been getting your workouts in. Okay, whether you're not you're working with a trainer, like you're going to the gym, you're hitting it pretty hard, you're kind of sore, you know, but other than that, you actually feel pretty good, your energy levels are pretty good. You know, you're working, you're living your life, all these different things. And then all of a sudden, between day seven and day 10, this is when this usually hits all of a sudden, maybe you have food cravings, or again, you just don't feel like going to the gym. And you just don't feel like honoring your budget so much anymore because you're about to go buy that chocolate cake. Now this is where we're going to dig into the nervous system and I want you to start understanding what's going on. Your body, okay, we're going to first talk about brain chemicals, okay, and body chemicals. So we've all heard of these before, like the dopamines, the serotonins, the norepinephrines, you've heard of them either through your own readings, or you probably have heard about them on different commercials, usually the ones that advertise for antidepressive medications, right? They talk about these all the time. So your body has these chemicals in them naturally. All right, and everything that you do in your normal life. So where you work, the people that you talk to um, what you do for recreation any routines that you have in in whether you wake up and then you shower and brush your teeth or you wake up and you have coffee first thing like anything that makes your life quote-unquote normal the routines of your life what happens is that your brain chemicals actually set themselves around those normalcies if you would Okay, so we'll just, you know, picture kind of like, I don't know, a popcorn popper that has different colored kernels in it. And whatever's happening inside of your body, like, you know, the popcorn poppers kind of like popping this popcorn around, whatever, and you've got, you know, so many red ones and so many blue ones and so many green ones and so many white ones. Okay, so those are the different brain chemicals are in there. And whatever happens, like, you know, you have a certain percentage of them. Well, let's say you do something new, you clean up your diet, you start working out, you do something which is actually positive. Okay, so you put yourself in the driver's seat, you're making your meals, you're taking yourself to the gym, like you're actually doing the work. And in the beginning, you actually start to feel better because your brain chemicals are being percolated in a new and a different way. And that newness is actually one of the most basic human needs, if you would. It, kind of, it fuels human behavior, and it's kind of exciting. But then that excitement kind of wears off. But at the same time, your body has set points. Now, up to this point, whatever you were eating caused your brain chemicals to be situated at a certain level or a certain concentration or a certain place if you would and it's a that's a gross analogy so I'm just using it for reference here and then you know your what was before maybe lack of exercising you know your brain chemicals were what they were before you made this healthy transition and then seven to 10 days in, all of a sudden, that newness and the momentum that you have kind of like wears off, you either lose your focus, you think, you know what, maybe I'm just not going to push myself as hard in the gym right now. Or you decide, you know what, I don't want to eat all these calories, this is just, this is just too much work, you know, maybe I'll just, you know, not have this one meal here or whatever and you you start to fall down this slippery slope and then by the time you reach you know day seven to ten it's worse what happens is that you do have chemical changes because of the foods moving in and out and because of your working out okay but at the root of everything is something called homeostasis and what this means is that the body the body basically hates change. Okay. And what you should know is that the body has pre-programmed ranges of stuff like potassium, how much hydrogen there is in your body, how much water should be in your body, what your blood pressure should be in order to get blood to your brain and your heart and your lungs and, you know, so much thyroid hormone. So it's got like all these like pre-programmed things inside of it. And It spends every moment of every day trying to keep you in the range of everything that makes up your body. I mean, if you've never thought about this, I mean, what a job that is. I mean, just by your taking a breath, you've changed the internal workings, like the internal concentration of oxygen versus carbon dioxide. And now your body has to do something in order to restore the balance. So you exhale. Does this make sense? Right. And then your body like releases the carbon dioxide and blah, 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 blah. blah. That's just one example. OK, but that happens on all levels, including the levels of your brain chemicals. So what was actually a really, really good thing for you to move on this healthy way? Now, all of a sudden, your brain chemicals are like, hold on, <laughs> hold on. I don't like this. This is different. This is not my set point. So what it does is it actually will do really crafty things to get you to go back to whatever it was that you used to do so that it could have that previous set point of the brain chemicals that it knew was normal before you started on this healthy track. What? I know. Why would it do that? Because your body doesn't understand positive or negative change, it only understands that something is changing, and it is in contrast with what its normal, like normal programmed ranges of brain chemicals were. And the brain chemicals are powerful. If you don't believe me, pop a piece of chocolate and tell me that you don't feel better. That's, that's like brain chemistry in action, or when you fall in love, and you're like all goo goo gaga, same thing brain chemicals okay but it happens when you're moving through changes in your life whether these are intentional you're making intentional positive changes or sometimes you see this as you know maybe something happened to you something unexpected and then you you know you get those voices and they're trying to like pull you back or pull you down Alright, and that that's pretty much like the nature of how it works. So when you go out there and you're living your life and you're doing this great thing, and you're probably seeing results. I mean, because you're past if you're into this thing at least seven to ten days, you already have momentum. So momentum is way easier to steer than it is to generate. So you've got this great wave of momentum, and now you either took your eyes off the target or you are literally in the place where your brain chemistry is starting to become involved here. And now all of a sudden the brain chemicals are simply out of alignment and it doesn't like that. And so it will do crazy things to get you to go back to how you were before. Now here's the next layer, okay? Because what I'm going to do, you're like, oh gosh, that makes total sense. So now you can see, all right, let's, let's do point of application. And then we're going to do one, la- one layer which is deeper that's going to totally trip you out. And you're probably going to have to listen to this podcast more than once in order to really get it. But point of application here is that the next time you make a healthy stride or a positive stride in your life, be expectant of the negative voices, be expectant of the cravings, be expectant of the temptations simply because that's how the brain chemicals are. They don't recognize positive versus negative change. They only understand change, and really, they hate change. They do not welcome change with open arms and fanfare. They do whatever they can to keep things exactly how they were because it's way easier to control when you don't have, you know, all these different changes happening. Okay? So now, when you're in that role... You are already in a state of expectancy. So when the cravings show up, you you just be like, what the hell took you so long? I've been waiting for you. So who's going to win? You are the cravings. You are the voice. It's you all day long. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see champion mindset coaching? It now builds on the craziness of like how the body actually works but that's the mental work that you do. You've got to get that understanding and and use it to fuel yourself to make the decisions from a place of peace and power. Okay? All right. Now, moving on. Next level, we're going to peel back some of these layers here, and now we're going to dive deeper into trends of self-sabotage this is typically the deepest rooted point where you don't even know that you don't know that you're doing this until by the time you're you're finished listening to this podcast you're gonna be able to look at yourself and be like holy shit i've been doing this all along i didn't even know it okay so what we're going to be talking about here is how those crafty brain chemicals fuel self-sabotage And I'm going to open with this. If you have led a life where you are constantly disappointed about something, people let you down, people couldn't be trusted, you've had abandonment issues, rejection issues, abusive issues, neglect issues, nothing ever seems to work out in your favor, blame everything on Murphy's Law, end up in the cycles of guilt and shame and sadness and grief and anger and resentment, if I didn't say that one already. This becomes a self-fulfilling. It's like it's a cycle. And what happens is that that element of disappointment, that becomes your body's normal. And when you're doing things which contradict your being disappointed, whether this is a health and fitness goal, whether this is you're in a very lovely relationship, a healthy relationship, and all of a sudden you do something to stir the pot. Oftentimes, what that is, is it's rooted, the deepest root is in that of disappointment. Disappointment. And that's where you actually get that, that craving. The craving is actually fulfilled. I know this sounds terrible, but addiction is actually, uh, I'm sorry, disappointment is actually an addiction. And so when you don't have something to be disappointed with, you create something. What? Yes. And this is the, sn- this is the sneaky Slippery slope of self sabotage. Try saying that fast 10 times. (laughs) I'm going to let that sit for just a second because I know that your brain is like, holy crap. So I'm going to repeat that again. Okay? Disappointment is actually an addiction. Think of all the times where you have intentionally or unintentionally sabotaged your relationships, your financial situation, your health and fitness, and then turn around and say, you know what, oh, it's just Murphy's Law, or everything bad always happens to me, and blah, 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 blah. I know this is a sensitive nerve, and every person who coaches with me eventually and i'm i'm not an exclusion to this you know this was like when when one of my coaches taught me this concept i i was on it was on a, a a nationwide phone call that we were on this one and i almost fell off my chair i couldn't believe what he was telling me about this but the more i thought about it and the more he talked about it i was just like oh my gosh I literally even though some of this has been unknowingly I've been doing this to myself. Holy crap. And after that point, once you recognize that you have like your Houston, we have a problem moment and you realize that the problem <laughs> the problem is you. <laughs> it's not anybody else's fault. It's you all along. It's a complete game changer. And it sounds like, well, why in the hell would I ever want to do that? I'm feeling really bad about myself. Well, recognizing that you have a problem is always the first step, right? But after that comes the power. Up to this point, you didn't even know that you didn't know that addiction that I'm sorry, disappointment was an addiction. And now that we've turned that that rock over, and you see it. You're able to look at it and see it for exactly what it is. And now you're going to be able to, without any moment of hesitation, you're going to be able to go through like every area of your life and start recognizing these patterns as to why you're having the problems that you're having and not reaching the successes and having the joys and the wins that you want in the areas of your life because you're being affected by this, which is essentially, it's a biochemical craving. So if that's not the trippiest thing that you've ever heard of, but once you have the exposure, you have the clarity, now you're moving the chess piece on the board of champion mindset. Now you decide, am I going to sit here and remain a victim and not take any active action against this? or not work more diligently to establish a new level so that my brain chemicals normalize in a positive way? Do you see how fast you can make that switch mentally? By now you can recognize it. I'm not going over there anymore. I'm coming over here. Now obviously, as you move through this level of personal development, this is probably going to uncover some shit from your past. Okay, I'm not a licensed therapist and or psychologist or psychiatrist for that matter. So please, by all means, if you require professional services, that's why those people are there. Make use of them and get the help that you need. But when you're ready to move forward and not put your head in the sand, but actually move forward and crush the beast, that's when you come into coaching. You know what? Enough is enough. We're moving forward. We're moving through this. I'm ready here. I'm in my power. I'm going to look at the beast. I see what the hell is going on. I'm not going to be fooled by my little brain chemicals getting all tripped out, trying to keep me stuck, depressed, and miserable because I have this addiction to disappointment. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it for me. I'm not passing that on to my children. I refuse. I refuse. Period. And you see, can you hear the difference in the tonality when you say something like I refuse. I refuse to be the victim. I refuse to keep myself stuck in disappointment and disappointed. I refuse. I refuse to be taken down by This broccoli which is on the plate. I refuse to be taken down by my brain chemicals who are trying to keep me upset. I refuse to be taken down by this. Now you are 100% champion. Now you are 100% warrior and you're ready to go out there and carpe your damn diem. Just by having that one key piece of knowledge so that you can understand and more importantly actually recognize the trends of how often and in what areas of your life this shit shows up. The question is, well, what do you do about it? And for that, we'll talk on another podcast about that. But that's, that's the point where people enter coaching. I don't know what else to do about it. It's when you invest in yourself and you continue on your levels of personal development. That's when you bring God into the equation because oftentimes that level of shit requires forgiveness and that's, you, that's not a human thing. Forgiving is really not natural to human beings, especially when it's major issues. That's done exclusively with God. God's the one who comes in and does the heart work We may do the hard work. He does the heart work. (laughs) Which is simple for him. Hard for us, but simple for him. Does that make sense? So at the end of the day, if you're finding yourself on the addiction cycle of complaining, negativity, chronic disappointment, always finding something wrong, always finding flaws... You've got to recognize your Houston, we have a problem moment. And then choose to step out of that. Give a little ringy ding ding to the big man upstairs and ask him for the wisdom on how to march through it. Ask him to relieve you of strongholds. You're allowed to ask him for the big things. You're dealing with a big God up there. I mean, if he made the earth, you're like a speck. We're like a speck in this whole entire globe. You're allowed to ask. Make your request big. And he will either put the right people in front of you. He's going to take you through any place that he can so that you can learn and get the teachings in the way that you best understand them. But it always comes back to your willingness. Once you have acknowledgement of the problem, it's your willingness to surrender your ego and then take the steps which are going to to seem, which are going to bring together, I'm sorry, not seem, they're going to bring together the edges of where you are now and where you want to be, which can be very, very wide. And oftentimes that's really one, one of the, the preclusions as to why you can't envision the thing that it is that you even want. You're programmed to be negative. It goes back to that biochemical craving for negativity and disappointment. That's your addiction. You've got to be ready to release that. So as we get ready to close up, the podcast for tonight. Your action step, because we're all about action on this podcast. Your action step is to take a look at the places where you are not achieving results. Okay, and the places where you have tried and failed time after time after time. And it's like a big, terrible cycle. And no matter what you do, you either lose your mojo or you default back to, to shitty habits before. You fall off the proverbial wagon. Whatever you know, phraseology and terminology you want to use. And start to identify those places. It's not as insidious as you think that it is. It's more pervasive than what you're giving credit for. Alright? The first step is always recognizing that you have a problem. <laughs> and knowing with a humble heart. That you're not alone. You're certainly not the only person who's ever had this issue before. You're not the only person who's had an overt addiction to disappointment. But now that you know what you didn't know that you didn't know. You've placed yourself in the driver's seat. All you need to do now is take the potential energy which is stored in that ignition turn the key, and turn it into kinetic. So thank you very much for joining us on the podcast this evening again. My name is Nicole vincentis It's been awesome having you here. Thank you so much for joining us. If you know of anybody who would benefit from our podcast, please do invite them on. We're up on Anchor FM. We're on Apple iTunes, Google Play, Google Music Podcasts, Spotify. Just simply... Um, search transformation gold podcast. You can ask Alexa to do it for you too. She'll be happy to do that. So go out there. Let's make it a great day. Great night. And we'll catch you next time. Thank you everybody. Good night.